Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I hope that you are doing so good today. If you're listening to this as it's coming out, we're actually at the end of March 2022 and it is crazy how fast time is going by and this year. You also may hear Odin in the back. He is here with me recording today. He wants to be part of the conversation as he wants to be part of pretty much anything. Um, if you haven't seen Odin yet, you can jump on my Instagram. He's always there with me, a little Doberman who's over a year old now. Um, and it's really funny. I wanted to start the podcast by just talking a little bit about the weather changing because I am someone who definitely is impacted by the winter time, the lack of sun, the cold. Um, I definitely feel my energy be a lot uh, lower during those times. I definitely feel like my mood is not as good. I just, yeah, it, it is not where I thrive. I do not thrive in the winter time for sure. And I wanted to talk about it because in the last few weeks, as it's starting to get brighter and warmer, I've been finding that my mood is getting better. My energy is higher. I feel like more like myself. I feel like I actually want to do things in the evening instead of just like, crashing. I feel better waking up in the morning. I'm not as tired. And it just makes me realize every time, every spring, how much winter is actually difficult. And I wanted to share this with you because I feel this relates so much to a relationship with food in our body. And it's how a lot of my clients see their successes, right? So Again, like during the winter months, I know it's kind of hard, but I don't realize how hard it is until I feel better. It's the same thing with our relationship with food. A lot of us may actually realize that our relationship with food and our body is not ideal, not where we want it to be, but we often don't realize how bad it is, right? Because we kind of normalize it. For some of us, we're like, we've been living like this for so long that it kind of feels normal by this point. But it's only when you actually do the work to heal your relationship with food that you realize how much better <laughs> life is when you are no longer dieting or restricting or when you actually have a really positive relationship with food in your body, right? So we call those like retroactive victories. So it's once things are better, we can realize how far we've gone or how much better we feel and just how overall everything feels just better for us. So it just makes me think about one of my clients this week, actually, 
who posted in our private Facebook group to say like, oh my God, there is something missing in my life. She's like, that's right. Like I'm no longer stressing around food and I'm no longer binging or overeating. She's like, it's so weird for me. She's like, I was like Friday night feeling like she's missing something. And she's like, wow, it's so much more brain space now that she's not actually stressing about food. And that's a huge retroactive victory, right? Of like, we know that like, you know, when we are in spaces of like losing control with food or overeating or binging, like it does not feel good, but it's when we don't do it anymore that we actually realize how freaking wonderful it is, right? Like how awesome it is to have a good relationship with food and with our body. And I wanted to share that with you because I hope that this can inspire you, that you can know that like you too are able to find this space where we feel better around food in their body, that you too are able to do this work to have no stress, but that sometimes um, we kind of get back to this space of like, it takes for us to get better, to realize how um, much progress that we have done in today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about the fear of letting ourselves go. And I will say that most of the people that I work with, like my, the people that I help are typically very driven people, are typically extremely intelligent people. They are people who are one of a, first of all, the most amazing humans, um, but they are driven. They are self-conscious. They are so um, like almost perfectionist and doing all of the things. And sometimes what gets them stuck is this idea of if I let go, if I stop dieting, if I let go of rules, then what? Then it feels like I'm letting myself go. I'm settling. I will lose control. Without all of these things into place, I will feel as though I am letting myself go right? Like, and then we fall into this like place where we we feel stuck between, well, I want to feel free around food. Like I want my life to feel easier. I want to stop thinking about food all day, but I don't want to let myself go. And I want to know if that resonates with you. Like, can you relate to that? This fear of, I don't want to let myself go. I don't want to settle. I don't want to give up and feeling that maybe choosing food freedom is giving up right? Can you relate to that? I really, I'm really curious to know. And I, if you do, then this podcast episode, we're just going to talk a little bit more about this, right? Because when we think of like food freedom and letting go of diet culture, what we're really thinking about here is letting go of the expectations. So you can actually take better care of yourself than you did before, right? It means actually being closer to your true self through closer to your intuition and to this, this way of taking care of ourselves, right? When we think of letting ourselves go from diet culture standards, it feels like all that it has to do is like with our body, like our body will just forever grow and we'll never be able to stop. And I'm just going to eat chips and donuts all day. And I'm not going to care anymore. And I'm going to feel sluggish and I won't feel good. And we can start spiraling and having all of these thoughts, right? When as truly you choosing you is not letting yourself go. 
it's choosing yourself above other expectations that we might have held in the past. And that is hard, right? Because I think a lot of us, we want this like external validation, right? I feel like a lot of us look for that, right? Because that's what, how we've been taught. We've been taught to like, we get praised by others and we've been taught that we can't trust ourselves and that we need to rely on external things. So it can be hard when we're starting to have this conversation of letting go, letting go of diet culture, letting go of food rules, connecting to your body. It can feel really hard to not fall into, but if I let go of all these external things, I will let myself go, right? And it, to me, it really comes back to the idea of self, of like who we are outside of diet culture. And the truth is that a lot of us have attached our own identity to the diets or to that part of us, right? Like for me, in my own experience, I had attached myself so much to this idea of being the healthiest version of myself. I had so much pride in knowing that I was so healthy in my perspective by then. I had so much pride in other people viewing me as this healthy person that trained and ate well and took care of herself. My identity was so attached to this health identity, right? So letting go of all of the pressures of diet culture felt as though I was letting go of a piece of me. And that was hard because I did not know who I was outside of diet culture because diet culture took all of my time, right? Focusing on health, focusing on my body, focusing on movement, focusing on the foods that I could eat was so consuming that I truly did not have a personality outside of that. So that can make it extremely, extremely hard, especially as a go-getter, driven person, smart individual to be able to let go of that identity without feeling like we're letting ourselves go, right? So in this moment, if we are getting stuck in this space of, I am afraid, I am afraid of letting go. I am afraid of what it means if I let go. I am afraid that I cannot trust myself if I let go, right? The first piece that we all want to do here is just acknowledging, being able to be aware of those thoughts. What is coming up for you? What are the stories that we're telling ourselves about this, right? What part of yourself and diet culture do you like, right? Because you're still allowed to like some of that. Like, I like the fact that movement was an important part of my life because it actually made me feel good. So me letting go of diet culture does not mean that I'm letting go of movement. It means that I'm letting go of all the shame around it, that I'm letting go of all the rigidity around it, Right. You leaving diet culture does not mean that you leave every behavior, everything that was part of it. So once we're able to take that awareness of like, what is keeping me stuck? Why am I not able to actually gain food freedom? Why am I not able to actually feel better in my body? What is the fear? What is keeping me stuck? If you can ask yourself those questions, then we're going to be able to push through, right? 
And then we can start focusing on like, what am I gaining from letting go of these expectations? What am I gaining from letting go of all the food rules? What am I gaining from doing this work to heal my relationship with food and my body? And how will, be a, a, how will I be able to show up differently? Because the truth is that it's hard. It's really hard if you've never experienced it. I was the person who, when I was knee deep in diet culture, I truly believed that I would never be able to trust myself. I, I said that to every health professional I worked with. I let them know that I could not be trusted, that if I had freedom, I would binge and I would eat all the food and I wouldn't care. And I'd stay on the couch all day and I'd watch Netflix. If I didn't push myself, if I didn't have all the restrictions and the rules, I did not trust myself. And it was hard for me to believe that I could because I hadn't had that experience, right? Like maybe when I was a child, but it was a really long time ago. I didn't have the experience of what it would feel like to actually trust myself. And every time I kind of give myself permission, it was so conditional that it actually didn't work, right? It was like, oh, I'm allowed, but only on Fridays at seven o'clock and then that's it, <laughs> right? So I think that's the first piece to be able to acknowledge of you don't have to choose between yourself and food freedom. You can have both. You don't need to choose between healing your relationship with food or feeling good in your body. We can have both. right? We always get to have both. So I hope that this podcast episode was helpful for you to help you, I guess, change some of those perspectives, really lean in into what it means for you to let yourself go and doing some of this reflection work, right? What are we afraid of? And what is the cost? And I think this part is really important. I know for me in the past, if I would have chose to stay in that fear, the cost would have been significant. The cost of staying in diet culture is significant. When you're continuously distressing yourself, disconnecting from yourself, living for external validation instead of tuning in, always feeling stress about food, always hating your body, going to bed every night, feeling gross and hating your body. Like that's a huge cost. It's huge. So reflection questions today is just asking ourselves this and seeing like, how can I choose to move forward? If you choose to, and if we're not ready, that's okay too. But if you are ready and you're like, you know what? I am ready to not let go of myself, but let go of the external, uh, external pressures so I can actually lean in. So I actually can take better care of myself. And that's an awesome place to be. And if you are ready for that, reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Instagram and we can connect and see if you're ready to do this work. This is what I do. This is what I'm an expert in. This is my zone of genius. <laughs> I help people get from this space of food feeling hard, feeling difficult to a space where food can feel free, where you can wake up every morning just feeling good. And yes, you can still choose to do healthy behaviors and do all of the health stuff outside of diet culture. It just comes from a much, much better space. So if you're ready to have that food freedom, you're ready to feel good in your body, you're ready to do the work so you don't have to struggle with food and body ever again, this is what I do. And I'd love to connect with you. So you can go apply to work with the Balance Program. So Balance Program is how I work with my clients. It's the only work way I work with clients moving forward is through this 
program because I really, really believe in the power of it because I've seen it. I've seen it for hundreds of women going through it. So my friend, you can go apply at www.thebouncepractice.com forward slash program. It will also be in the show notes. And I hope that this podcast episode was helpful to give you some areas of reflection. All right, my friend, we'll talk in next week, next episode. Enjoy the spring that is coming. And I hope that you are doing well. Bye.